You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Shoulder pads may come and go, but a BFF is forever. Because even when you're not sure where you're headed, it helps to know you're not going there alone. No one has all the answers, and sometimes the best we can do is just apologize and let the past be in the past. Other times, we need to look to the future and know that even when we think we've seen it all, life can still surprise us and we can still surprise ourselves. All right, so welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched a very fun episode, season two, episode 24, Valley Girls. Original air date was May 11th of 2009, written by Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage and directed by Mark Piznarski. It's flashback time. 17-year-old Lily Rhodes gets kicked out of boarding school and makes her way to visit her rebellious sister, Carol. Back to the present day, Blair and Nate go to prom together and Serena stays in jail to prove a point to her mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the prom and Serena uh, aspect of the episode was pretty much on the back burner, in my opinion, or at least what I was interested in watching in this episode. Um, so we had flashback. I mean, I gave you a little bit of a prediction of history. I didn't want to go flashback because I didn't know. I wanted it to be a surprise. So it was, were you surprised? I was definitely surprised. As okay. soon as it opened, I was like, I'm here for this. I love yeah. this. This has to be Lily. Yeah, so yes, we have Brittany Snow who plays the young Lily Rhodes and it is just so fun to watch. It's completely different than any other Gossip Girl episode out there. And um, like a lot of people were saying in the chat that this was supposed to be actually a pilot to a spinoff series, but it actually never got picked up. So that, that would have been really fun. sucks because honestly, I said it through the chat, which I hope people don't think I'm just a negative Nancy, but <laughs> I loved the flashback episodes. I mean, the scenes so much more than the other storyline. And I was like, I just want to keep watching this. I don't give a shit about the kids <laughs> and prom. And every time we'd go back to it, I'm like, ugh, I don't care. Give me the past. This is so much more interesting. And I've only seen it, you know, this one time one time yeah I know it's so it's just so much lighter even though what they're talking about is still kind of heavy things but it's just a breath of fresh air it's so exciting to watch it's so um like captivating because it's the 80s and of course we're all familiar with like the fashion and the music and we grew up in the 80s so it's just like it's just so awesome I just love what they did with it so um, and in honor of the 80s, my glass full of gossip this week was, of course, 80s themed. I spoke with my mother, who, of course, <laughs> you know, was in her prime in the 80s. It was a few years before I was born. But uh, I asked her what drinks she felt were popular or what drinks she ordered at the bar a lot. And she told me that some classics were in Alabama Slammer, A Sex on the Beach, a wine spritzer, or spritza, as Cindy would say. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> and my glass full of gossip choice this week, a white Russian. I titled this, Snowed Out, to uh, 
emulate the band's name that No Doubt took on in this episode. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the snow, it's like, you know, the, the drink is creamy. So I was like, ah, something with snow, white, just came all together in my, my little brain. And so I wanted to drink a white Russian tonight because I always want an excuse to drink coffee flavored things. And that's why I picked it. Nice. <laughs> Very yeah, nice. So we must talk about this episode in two parts, I think. The flashbacks and the present day. So I would love to start with the flashbacks. Yay. And I believe that it would be just easier to sum that up and then prepare us for the present day stuff. Okay. So we start out the episode. It's April 16th, 1983. Our young Lily Rhodes is driving the coast of Malibu and stops to call her father Rick Rhodes, who we find out owns his own record label. So now we know where Lily's like old money comes from, what her dad did growing up. Um, I love that we bring him into this whole thing because we don't actually meet him on the show. Right. Yeah. So um, she calls him to meet him for lunch and it's revealed to the audience that Lily got kicked out of boarding school and we later on find it was like a plan for her to be closer to her father. Uh, We're at lunch with him and it's very clear that her parents are newly divorced and she's having a really hard time with this. Rick reveals he knows that she was kicked out of boarding school and just as uh and just as he's saying that Cece walks in. Yeah, <laughs> young, young Cece. Cece. Love young Cece and now we all know Lil's opinion on her mother so she was obviously very unhappy to see her there. And after they're talking, Lily states that she wants to live with her dad. But it doesn't really seem like Rick has the time or the energy for his daughter. Yet he reassures her that he'll still be a part of her life. So this is really sad and something that obviously changes a person, I think. Yeah, for sure. I'm not a kid of divorce, but I know many people in my life who are kids of divorce. And this is really hard. You're being separated from your parents. She's about 17 years old. So it's, you know, you think you're an adult but you're really not and yeah. you still need your parents at this point and your parents don't like each other. It's just, it's really not a good situation and I do feel badly for her. So at this point in the episode, they mention a character that nobody knew ever existed until this moment, Carol, who is Lily's older sister. Yeah. So What yeah. the heck? Okay. So many questions for Carol. So and many on questions. Carol, mm-hmm. Do we meet an older Carol? We do. We do. Yes. Uh, awesome. Not yet, but no, yeah, okay. later on in the series. Okay, because I was hoping this was something that, you know, we're introducing her. So she's obviously a big influence on Lily. So we better meet her as an adult. Yeah. And you know what? Um, I remembered this completely different when I watched this, rewatched it. I was like, oh, shit. I honestly thought that Carol, like, dies. <laughs> well, I would. <laughs> because that... they make it seem like she's not around. Yeah. And... I was going to ask you that if she's no longer with us because these flashbacks, we're going back to them, Lily's remembering, and they could have spun it that way. Totally. Yeah, totally. Um, So we get introduced to the character of Carol, who, as we just said, is is Lily's older sister. And it's clear that she has recently left home and hasn't really upheld that typical Rhodes reputation. And Lily even claims... 
that Carol is kind of like the rebellious child and she loves her high class lifestyle and would never change it for anything. And so she understands what the Rhodes name means. And so as much as she's rebelled here, it's nowhere near as what Carol has done, I guess. Right. So Rick has to leave and Cece wants Lily to follow her home, but of course she decides to drive in the other direction towards L.A. because that's where Carol is. Lily heads to the diner where Carol works, and she's quite rude to the staff, including a boy named Owen, who immediately watching this, how many ever years ago, everyone's like, oh, that's Rufus. But obviously it's not Rufus. I, no, I, to be honest with you, I was like, oh my God, here's a young Rufy. Yeah. But not. Um, I remember a lot of people having words about this, saying like they should have added young Rufus. It would have made more sense that like he was the one who turned her rebellious, but it's like, well, you know, she was a little bit older when she met Rufus, and they don't really, unfortunately, get to go into that in the flashbacks because we don't have enough time and they didn't get picked up. So, you know, it is what it is, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I, I don't think we would have had to have Rufus because I feel that would have been way too convenient right, for Rufy right. to be in California and also to be involved with Carol. Although, as I'm watching this, I was like, did Carol and Rufy ever run in the same music scene? Right. So, I mean, we'll get to it a little bit later on in trivia, but I think it's to assume that, yes, Rufus was in the music scene, and obviously her family is a part of that, and so was Carol and whatever. Right. So right. she was bound to run into him somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but back to Owen, he claims to know Carol and that she's friends with some guy he's friends with and he can't even believe that they're related because they're so polar opposites from each other and he knows that carol carol will be at some gig later on that night and invites lily to come along with him so we have a scene a classic 80s movie scene lily is going <laughs> through carol's locker to find clothes to try on and we have a costume change sequence and dancing with music just adorable oh yeah definitely needed in this episode and so lily finally gets dressed and you can tell that owen is impressed by her and she can tell that he likes what he sees and Mm. so she even flirtatiously like teases him about it and says oh this is the moment that you're falling in love with me yeah (laughs) some ball she's got In Carol's locker at the diner, Lily does see a photo of the two sisters when they used to live in New York. So I guess we can assume that the girls grew up in New York and the more successful that Rick got, they moved to Malibu or somewhere in the California area. So we knew the girls grew up in New York, but we don't really know how they get back to New York. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Like, how yeah. long have they been outside of New York? Or did was it when they were very young and then as they get older, they go back to New York? Like, what's their connection with yeah, New York? Yeah, they don't really explain that, unfortunately. And I think they were planning, again, to do that in the series, the new series, but it just didn't happen. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of unanswered questions unfortunately about this episode which really sucks because it's such a good episode it's a really good episode yeah i know um so owen and lily go to the concert where snowed out aka no no doubt is performing and it seems as though owen is very popular here and runs into his friend shep played by ryan hansen who we love 
Yeah, love. we love him. Love, love, love. And then to add to this Veronica Mars reunion, we have Kristen Ritter playing Carol, Lily's older sister. So this is so great. It's so great. Um, if you're a fan of Veronica Mars or if you haven't watched Veronica Mars, you should definitely do that. It's such a great show. Uh Love how they incorporated the characters, and it's just funny because obviously we know Kristen Bell is the voice of Gossip right, Girl. Right, exactly. So it's just great. Just great to have the reunion there. Yeah. It's perfection. Um, so before Lil and Carol can catch up on their lives, they are heading off to another party on a mission that Carol is on. And in the car, the girls talk about how Carol sold her car and isn't really living this glamorous actress lifestyle that Lily believed that she was. But Carol mentions that she's on the step, you know, that that first step before you're making it, this is what it looks like. And even though Shep seems like a goober, like his music is actually really good and we're going to get him on MTV. Also on the actor, like I'm in the uh, music video. So Lily does ask why, she doesn't give the demo to her dad, but it seems that Carol wants no part of her family, nor does she want anyone to even know she comes from money. Yeah. So Lily doesn't understand why Carol wouldn't want people to treat her like she has money. And it's just, they're so completely different in that aspect. And so different that Carol even accuses Lily of sounding just like Cece. Right. Which is like, oh, at that point in her life, she's like, you know, she, her mother is not her favorite person, but she also says that her mother is her only female role model in her life right now since Carol left. Yeah. So I guess that obviously makes Carol upset, of course, but you can tell why Lily does keep up that Rhodes name is because it's really all she knows. And she's still young enough to not realize that there are other, I guess, ventures out there. How much older is Carol? Um... I want to say, like, two years. Don't okay. quote me. Maybe yeah, when Shan yeah. comes on, um, we can ask her. But uh, I'm not too sure. Okay. So they arrive at this other party, and they decide to crash it by crawling through the closet window. <laughs> Carol explains to Lily that the director of their music video took their payment but has since increased his prices and is withholding their video until they can pay more. And so Carol sneaks into the party and of course Lily is like blown away that she's sneaking into the party. So Carol tells Lily to to stay back and that Owen should watch her. But after a few minutes of contemplating, Lily and Owen do go inside to find the bar. So Carol goes over to confront the music director, who is Keith Vanderwoodson, played by Matt Barr, who, a.k.a. is Psycho Derek and Wes in this week's OC <laughs> episode. Like, yep. the happy accident of our world. Wait, 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 wait. It's just great. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I mm -hmm. did not catch that name in the show. Oh, I'm sorry. His name is Keith Vanderwoodson. Oh, snap. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so do we mm -hmm. get the background of that? Um not really. 
back. Sort of. Sort of. I I don't want to spoil things, and when we get into trivia, it will make more sense. I'm sorry. I keep jumping ahead. Oh, no, that's okay. I I didn't even. We all have the same questions, you know? Yeah, no, I didn't even catch the name because I was too fixated on the fact this is Psycho Derek (laughs) and Wes in almost like the same week, like a week apart. And I didn't even catch his name, and so you just said it, and I was like, Wait, what? Yeah. No, the little people <laughs> in my head are like, um, Vanderwoodson, hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's a Vanderwoodson. What that means, we'll get into a little bit later on. But well, unfortunately, we-, uh, we don't really get the history of Keith Vanderwoodson mm-hmm. just yet, at least. Um, but Keith is a dick, and he's jacked up their prices because Carol didn't call him back and he seems to be just a jerk and a player because he has a girlfriend and she did sleep with him. And now that she's not sleeping with him anymore, he jacked up the prices. So uh, we do get a quick scene of Lily and Owen dancing and Lily accidentally falls into Owen's arms and lovely that he mocks her just like she mocked him in the beginning of the episode. And he's like, oh, this is the moment you're falling in love with me. Yeah. It totally is. It's so, so 80s. It's like a perfect 80s movie. Oh, my God. So yeah. 80s. Yeah. I love this. While they're having their moment outside, Carol is arguing with Keith and Keith wants her money or a date, which is like, wait, what? <laughs> right. He's like, give me the money or hang out with me Saturday. It's like, wh- why do you even bother at this <laughs> yeah. point? So stupid. But Carol is obviously disgusted by him now. Lily is disgusted by him. And she says that, you know, her sister doesn't deserve that. And you don't mess with roads. And he's like, well, I called the cops already. And so then Owen comes over and he's like, it's cool, dude. We're leaving. But... Shep gets, you know, agitated very quickly and decides to punch Keith. And so this starts a huge brawl of everyone fighting. And then Shep and Carol end up getting out. But Lily stays back to help Owen fight off these guys. And this leads to her and Owen getting arrested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, never knew that Lily, Lily Rhodes would be arrested. But the next morning, Lily calls Cece for help. And, of course, Cece is furious and thinks she's ruining her perfect lifestyle. And Lily just really wants some space to figure out what's going on with her, what her next step will be. And she just wants, you know, her mom to understand that. But, of course, this is Cece and she doesn't. Carol overhears this and she grabs the phone from Lily to talk to Cece and tell Cece that Lily will be staying with her. And so they start their adorable little sister journey, yeah. which we unfortunately don't get to see. But uh, Carol does sell her car. The two of them have to ride the bus back. And Lily walk, like looks off into the sunset of contemplating like what her next life step is, which is very reminiscent of later on in the episode. So that's our flashback. I wish it was more. Me too. You know, I know. Do you think that, okay, so obviously, like I said, I loved all the flashback. And is it because I recognized all of the people? Maybe. I I mean, it definitely happens. I think that definitely contributed to it. Um, I, I loved, I just loved seeing as we, as you guys probably know, Lily is one of Michelle and I's very favorite characters at this point. And so seeing a younger version of her made it 
all that much better, I think. And then also, as you said earlier in the episode, like not having to see our main teens, it made it just so much better. Yeah. So it was just much more enjoyable to watch. And then the added bonus of like all these really famous cameos come in and like it just they made they had something good. And they did and didn't get picked up. Right. And so like this episode didn't feel like Gossip Girl and that's why it was so good. Yeah. Which is really (laughs) shitty that this is my favorite episode of Gossip Girl because it didn't feel like Gossip Girl. Same. I mean, but that it's my favorite, too. And as we were talking about it last week. This show is generally so incredibly serious and so dramatic, and it was just nice to watch something completely different, and I just think that's why we enjoyed it. It just wasn't as dramatic. Yeah. to get to the dramatic parts of it, we have to go to the present day. We have to, yes. Uh, Yeah, and we have present day Lily. She's at the police station, much like that time she did get arrested, and she's there to go bail out Serena, and she's getting these death stares from Blair and Chuck and Nate. They can't believe that she would ever get her daughter arrested. Serena then meets with Lily, and she's absolutely disgusted by her. And she says really awful words to her mother. And re- Lily reveals it's harder than you think to not end up like your mother. So we're, you know, we're seeing... As we're going, we're seeing some of the flashbacks of Cece and Lily and how Lily is different. And she does say she doesn't want to be like her mother. And now look at her. She's worse than Cece. So it's like, how do you get there? Right. Just, you never think that you will. And then you do. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm my mother. But yeah. worse. Right. <laughs> awful. Yeah. It's an awful feeling. Um, And then Serena goes even lower to say that... Uh, she'd rather have her kids adopted than have a mother like Lily. Awful. Yeah, and then digs even further to say that Lily already did that, like give up their child for adoption. It's like, shut up, Serena. I know you're mad, but that's awful. It's then later revealed that Cece bailed out Serena instead. Then I guess Cece stays, and we have the next day, and Cece's in the house, and of course Lily doesn't want her around. She's still upset for the fact that Cece told Rufus about their love child. And then Eric jumps in to say that he passed away. Now, the audience knows he didn't, but Lily still knows. Lily still thinks that he did. Yeah. And we haven't really touched upon this just yet, but um, interesting that they bring this up now. Yeah, which means it's not done with. It's not done with. And. Cece's genuinely upset when hearing this news, and of course she didn't know about this. And Lily says that uh, she's going to go and talk to Serena and make up, and they tell her that she actually never left jail. <laughs> and Lily's right. like, what? <laughs> she stayed in jail just to prove a point. Stupid. Yeah. As she realizes this, Lily is arguing with Cece again and telling Cece that she doesn't accept any responsibility for any of her actions, including using Carol as an example. Cece remarks that Carol was an, ungrate- was an ungrateful girl and that Lily states that Carol's life choices at this point look really good about now, which was crazy for her to even think May because I- when we go and see what Carol has done in the past i mean it's just it's just interesting to see this different lily like how different these two lilies are yeah um but then she tells Cece that she needs to leave she doesn't want her in the house anymore so lily goes to the police station again 
to drop the charges on Serena, but it's revealed that she has already left. She was bailed out by Dan. So let's talk about Dan's morning a little bit. We'll tie him in here. He's at the loft with Jenny and Vanessa, and they're discussing Rufus's attempt at the proposal, but obviously we know that didn't work out, and Rufus enters, so they quickly change the conversation to prom. Rufus reveals to them that Lily had Serena arrested, and that's pretty much the prime reason of why he didn't propose. And, of course, they're all surprised. Dan even calls Lily to ask how mad Serena is at him, being that she hasn't answered any of his phone calls, and Lily tells him that Serena's still in jail, and that's why she isn't picking up her phone. So when Dan hangs up, he mentions to Jenny that he'll need a prom dress. So, in the cab later on, Dan is apologizing to Serena for telling Lily, and of course she accepts his apology, and she's changing into this prom dress that uh, Jenny has now made for her, and... It was revealed that Dan was the one to call Cece to have Serena bailed out, and he was just happy to break this bad parenting cycle. So we can give them a little Sag moment. We here. can. I was going to say. A little Sag award, I this should was, say. This was good. They get a Sag award for this. Yeah. Uh, Mike and Sean will be happy for yes. this Sag award. Yeah. Yes. So we have to tie in our the rest of our clan before we head to prom. At the Waldorfs that morning, Blair is on the phone with Serena questioning why she isn't coming home and why she's insistent on staying in jail. And Serena explains that her mother didn't think she was old enough to make her own choices, and so she decided to make one. Oh my god. Which is to stay in jail, which Which you didn't agree with, though. Stay in jail? Like, stupid. But, like, you didn't agree with your mom putting you in jail. And right, so, and now and, you're okay with it, and you're make, making a stance by staying in jail. Yeah, lost me there. Yeah, totally. So she wishes Blair a good time at prom with Nate, and you know she's getting everything she wanted, just like her old scrapbook about prom and, that she had when she was a kid. And they hang up, and Dorota comes in to Blair to tell her that the cleaners messed up her prom dress, but... Here's a brand new dress from Paris, just like the one that you had in your scrapbook as a child. And so as that's happening, we have Nate outside with Chuck. He's confronting Chuck on a few prom mishaps that have happened, uh, such as Blair's dress and the limo he rented being canceled at the last minute for some bachelorette party. And then his hotel room was canceled. So he's asking Chuck, like, hey... Did you do this? I have to ask. And Chuck says he swears it wasn't him. Yeah. Would you believe him? Like, it's kind of obnoxious to do these things, right? And it's also like, come on, how many times are we going to have this talk? Right. It's like there's zero trust in any of these friendships or relationships. Yeah. Uh, So prom has started. It's, I guess, Great Gatsby-ish themed. I, I guess. They don't really go into a theme of it, but... It seems so uh, stuffy. It was know. so stuffy. I was saying how the OC prom this week was, like, way better than <laughs> this prom. So much more entertaining. Just so much more fun. This was just, like, such a... And did you notice the pair, the people that were dancing in the background were, like, professionally professional dancing? Professional dancers. <laughs> 
Yes, I did. I mean, because unless they were dancing like swing music. Yeah, and I guess it's just to assume that these kids know how to dance, but it looked too good. <laughs> too yeah, they're way good. too good. It was like a book out of the like, she's all that. Yeah, which but I love that dance scene. Love the dance scene. It's so great, but obviously, like there's higher dancers that they use for those scenes. Well, yeah, I know. I I felt like that was just, I guess, very Gossip Girl, right? Right. Yeah. The OC wouldn't have trained dancers i don't think no uh but at prom blair and nate arrive they're greeted by the minions who torment blair with the possibility of her winning prom queen and blair claims that constance never has that because it's like a you know public school trashy thing to do but once blair hears that a tiara is involved she's totally in to vote for this and, of course, her and Nate are on the ballot, and so is Nellie Yuki. <laughs> no. Now, the Minions have a plan, like their last hurrah, to sabotage the votes, make Nellie Yuki win, and will be so excited to see the look on Blair's face. But Chuck overhears this, and he's like, all right, now I have something I need to do. So Dan and Serena arrive, and of course Blair is absolutely thrilled to see her bestie there. Dan and Serena decide to dance together, and they're overhearing Blair yelling at Chuck at the top of her lungs, accusing him of changing the votes to Nellie. But he literally says nothing. He just lets her yell at him and says absolutely nothing. As she's yelling... The prom queen and king are being announced, and shockingly, Blair wins. Now, it's so funny because Serena's, like, so giddy. She's like, yay, Blair won. And Dan's like, who voted for her? Like, nobody likes Blair. And Chuck reveals that he voted for Blair over 100 times and switched out the Nellie Yuki votes for Blair. Right. And, like, he even admits really to sabotaging her corsage because the dress looks better without it. He reserved the Plaza penthouse to ensure that she has the absolute perfect night, just like her scrapbook, um, which it seems as though Nate didn't know about or Nate didn't care about. Using okay. The all right. Scrapbook. All right. Right. Can we yeah. just take mm-hmm. a second mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and talk about this whole situation right yeah. here? Please. Now in the chat, in our Netflix party, our lovely patrons, Oh, so cute. (laughs) And I'm over here like, I feel nothing, and this is stupid. Okay. Well, you know, at least you didn't feel hatred, though. No, no, no. No, no, no. I don't feel hatred. I think what it is is that I don't find this romantic in any sense because I know that Chuck isn't ready to give his heart to Blair yet. Mm -hmm. But then to do shit like this is, like, kind of like a mind fuck. Yeah, totally. And it's just a power play, which I don't like. Mm, great. I love the what I love the words. I love and, it. Right. And that's how I saw it. It's like, oh, how many times does Blair have to literally cry in your face? You're the one and you can't own up to it, but you can do shit like this where you can control the situation where you feel in the power, where you feel like you can uh be in charge. And that's the way you can show the love. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I do not well, like it. Well, Blair doesn't find out that Chuck does this. I know that. 
but and that's fine. That's why it's supposed to be romantic. It's like he doesn't own up to doing it. He never tells Blair that he was the one who voted for her. Like he never lets her think that he did any of it because he doesn't want her to know. But yet he, he'll tell everyone else. <laughs> well, yeah, not even that. I. Th- it's just like. <sighs> I don't know. I don't. I the, to romance to me is owning up, not even owning up, but being so truthful to the point where you're like, I, I'm not gonna let the person who I love and loves me cry in front of me, and yeah. keep messing with them. And how many times does Blair have to say like, okay, now's your chance, right? You got it. You know, yeah. and she wants to be with him clearly because we keep seeing this. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I this I I hear you. I mean, this is definitely not like the most romantic thing that I could think of. It's not anywhere near is it. Uh it just to me like did made me feel like less nothing for Yeah. <laughs> and maybe and here, here's the thing. Maybe I'm still cuz we went on a whole rant about the whole situation that happened in the bar. With him and her. Oh, yeah. And how she wanted to be with him. And he, no, he let her go and all that. So maybe that's still too fresh for me. And then for this to happen, it's like, no. Right. If they did it maybe like a few episodes later on. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Like to know that he still cares, but he also took himself out of it. Like, yes. Maybe it would have resonated better, but it doesn't here. For me. I totally agree. For me personally, it's too fresh from what just happened that this does not resonate well. Yeah. I, and I totally, I I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, And then. We have something else even more frustrating to me than the whole Chuck thing is Nate and Blair, and Mm. they're slow dancing. Blair feels as though this is the end to her high school days, and so then it should be the end to her relationship with Nate. So, high school's ending, therefore my high school relationship should end too. And so she admits to getting, you know, everything she wanted tonight and sharing it with Nate makes so much sense. However, she'd like to leave their past in the past and not bring it with her to college. I mean, like, after last week, how could no one ever see this coming? I just don't. (laughs) This just doesn't make any sense to me. Last week, Nate's like, I want Blair. Give me Blair. And Blair is like, Chuck gave me my answer. So it's like, why did you even fucking waste my time with that? Why? Right. And I guess it just goes to show these kids are so immature. They cannot handle love. And they keep trying to believe something that truly is not what they feel. Right. And so this better be it. No more of this fucking back and forth (laughs) with Blair and Nate. Like, Blair, just either be single. Let's have a new guy who leaves in two episodes. Or be with Chuck already. Right. Or just be like, yeah, like, let's be single. Why do we have to keep rushing in back and forth? But I didn't like the way she handled it, though. And she's like, just hold me for one more <laughs> song. And Nate, of course, is looking lost as ever because he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, you can tell his face immediately changed as soon as she was like talking in past tense. He's like, wait, what? what's happening here? I don't get it. And like, it's just so dramatic. It's like another thing that we see all the time in like these really dramatic love stories it's like it's the end but just hold me until the last minute of the song it's like what kind of crap is this i just i was never here for nate and blair second time around 
I was trying my best to appreciate it, but the fact that the writers just throw it in your face and then, like, take it away within four episodes just pisses me off. Is this just to show the longing for Chuck and Blair? I don't know if it's necessarily that, um, but I think, I don't know if Serena says it in this episode or if we talk about it next week, but... Serena was saying like, oh, I think it was this week because she's like, it's so it's very high school. Like, you know, he's your high school boyfriend. And now like you needed, I think Blair says like we needed to just try it again one more time to realize that like we were not right for each other. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I mean, hey, (laughs) I get that because I am, I am someone who has dated an ex for the second time. Yeah, definitely. And it does. It didn't work. Like it, you know. It you try it, and it's like no. So right. I get it. So yeah. sorry for shitting on Nate and Blair. It's just no. I mean, but I'm ugh. shitting on them too because I felt like the only reason why this came about is because Blair got a spark in, in her eye when Nate was like nice to her. Yes, and right. Then he's like. Okay, so Vanessa's not on my team right now. I need to get her the fuck out of here so I can be with Blair, who could support me and help me get find a path. And she did, but it's also like she helped you for what you needed, and now it's time to just disperse. Yeah. So I guess I could appreciate it for what that is. Like they both needed each other yeah. to mature. I guess. Right. Yeah. So whatever, guys. <laughs> uh. As we were just discussing, Serena then does find Blair outside. Blair reveals to Serena why her and Nate broke up, and Blair feels like it's a high school checklist. It's essentially complete, and Serena says that despite her being in jail, she had a good night because her and Dan made up, and now she knows that Lily did was just out of what Lily did was just out of love. I'm like, how do you come to this revelation now? <laughs> Like, I, I don't know what made you think that, but it's just funny that Dan was so, like, worried that Serena was going to be mad at him for pretty much doing what was the right thing, I think. And then she's like, yeah, Dan and I br- made up. It's like you were talking for, you weren't talking for, like, what, 10 hours? Right. <laughs> right. So dramatic. <laughs> um, But the both girls, they realized that they survived their childhood and their mothers and mean girls and boyfriends and high school together and their sisters for life. So this was sweet. This is very cute. I love this. I yeah. did, did very much enjoy that scene. Me too. Um, to wrap up this episode, Lily goes and decides to talk to Rufus and admits that she never, ever, of course, wanted to end up like Cece. She even asks if he was going to propose to her, and Rufus admits he was, but seeing how unpredictable she can be and how she was when she was young, just not really a a quality that he wants to deal with just now in his life. And Lily realizes more than ever that she doesn't want to repeat her mother's mistakes and decides to just forgive Serena in that moment. And then Rufus suggests that you should forgive Cece too. Yeah. So she leans in to kiss him for his advice, but Rufus is just not there yet, but says that he's still glad they can talk and have a friendship. 
so ouch. <laughs> Lily then stops Cece for leaving the hotel. They do argue for a few seconds about their mistakes and their choices as mothers. And Lily says, despite their past, that she can forgive her. Then we have the last scene, which, you know, mirrors the last scene of the flashbacks where Lily is riding home in a car and she gets a text from Serena who is apologizing to her. She's smiling and it seems as though she's looking out the window as she did in 1983, excited for what's to come. So, I mean, poetic in the ending there. Yeah, I loved it. I thought yeah, it was really um, good. So, what do you think this means for Rufus and Lily? I think they need some time. Yeah. But I don't know if this, if they'll ever rekindle that flame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's very possible. Like, how do you, if you're going to propose to someone and then you don't, it's like something big must happen and, like, you can't just really get over those things very quickly. No, like, the there's a very, very big click and yeah. it's like, nope. Because right, like, oh, shit, I can't marry this person. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, when you're dating someone, you can get mad at them. Or when you're married to someone, you can have, like, a slight mishap. But it's just to, to for something to happen where you're, like, five minutes ago, you wanted this person to be your wife. And then something clicked. And you're like, nope, can't happen anymore. That has mm. to be a big deal. Big deal. Yeah. It's like you don't come back from this very easily. And no. so... It's really sad because they have such a history, history together <laughs> and a very much a love for each other. And they it's do. funny that last week Eric was like, let me just make sure you know who my mom really is. And Rufus is like, I got it. I got it. I've known her forever. Those guys weren't right for her. I'm right for her. And then within minutes, it's completely like taken Gone. away from him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just really sad. Um, yeah. So I feel badly for both of them. And like, He's telling Lily, you need to figure out who you are. And it's like at 30, whatever, you shouldn't, or 40 maybe she is, right? Um, That you probably should know who you are at this point. But she's still kind of figuring it out. And Rufus wants her to do that first before they can ever really do something together. Right. So, yeah. But that's where we end this episode. Little treat. um, My sister is going to be on for the second half of the episode. I prepped her. I told her we're going to talk about Gabriel and Poppy and we're going to talk about Valley Girls. So she's excited. So stay tuned for after the break. There are so many interesting facts about May 26th. It's National Paper Airplane Day in the U.S., it's National Sorry Day in Australia, and it's also our network's fourth anniversary on Patreon. You have heard us talk about our little home on the internet that is our Patreon. And if you don't know what Patreon is, it is a platform in which you can support your favorite artists. We are so grateful for ours because it allows us to continue to produce our podcasts. Now is your chance to join our Patreon family. For the month of May, new members can receive over 35% off our IT3 Podcast Network subscription. That's right. For only $4.99, you will be able to experience all of the bonus content you're currently missing out on. Some of those perks include the ability to listen to our episodes a day early, ad-free, 
group hangs via Zoom, and our Thursday night Gossip Girl Netflix parties. Guys, these are so much fun. It has made Thursday the best day of the week. You'll have access to our Patreon-exclusive podcasts such as RiverPod, a Riverdale podcast, and Lissa's new Roswell-inspired podcast, Crashing Down with Liss. In addition to all of this, we think you'll truly enjoy getting to know everyone and form some pretty cool friendships. This is a limited time offer, and we would love to have you to become part of our fam. Whether you choose to join or not, we still love each and every one of our listeners and appreciate all the support throughout the years. Welcome back from break. I have my sissy Shanna here. Are you going to say hello? Hello. (laughs) So it's, uh, we're going to do our fun trivia. I have so much trivia. Everyone has sent me generally the same stuff. The first one to send me was our buddy Sean, though. Um, He got his email in quite early this week. He says, evening, ladies. This episode seems to be one of everyone's favorites, and even IMDb has this as the 10th highest rated episode of Gossip Girl, with a rating of 8.1 out of 10. It's pretty good. Wow. He says, my only real complaint about this episode is the awkward dancing scene they make Padge and Serena do so that they can transition to the dancing scene in the flashback. Nobody's form of dancing should just be jumping up and down. (laughs) Next, as a lover of black and gold, I absolutely loved Blair's prom dress. Now let's get to the fun stuff. Firstly, this was one of the few episodes of Gossip Girl that had no recap of the previous episode, and the beginning does not have a narration from Gossip Girl either. I don't know if you guys noticed that. did not. Uh, As you may have noticed, this episode has two big storylines going on at the same time that reflect one another. In the present, Serena is staying in jail to prove a point to her mom that she's old enough to make her own decisions. It's weird and slightly annoying, but whatever. Stand up for what you believe in, Serena. And in the flashback, Lily is trying to meet with her family to try to explain that she got expelled from school, hang out with her sister, and then ends up getting arrested. This is to show that Serena and Lily are more alike than when they first appear. So, yeah, totally. I mean, I feel like watching Lily, it was watching Serena. Yeah. A more tolerable version. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry for my haterade. Sorry. He says the flashback portion of this episode is actually what is called a backdoor pilot. A backdoor pilot is just a pilot episode for a new show inside an episode of an already existing show. This new show was set to be called Valley Girls and focused on Lily Rhodes' life in California after she was expelled from boarding school. Josh Schwartz has said that if Valley Girls were picked up, then he planned to have younger versions of his OC characters, no! Kirsten Nickel and Jimmy no! Cooper. I, I know. I could cry. I just got chills. I could fucking cry. I just, because as you're reading it, I'm like, yes, Lily Rhodes in California, this is me. And then you bring in a Sandy and a Kirsten. No! <laughs> I know, same. I was like, fuck! What a missed opportunity! Oh my god, my heart! Yeah. My heart! I know. 
Um, he also says possibly if the show went on long enough for the characters to become college age, then Sandy could have shown up as well. No. We were this close <laughs> to having an OC and Gossip Girl exist in the same world. Oh, I know. My. Oh my god. Can this this can still happen? This can. I know, right? Can. It could totally still happen. Oh, my God. What a dream. Uh, he also says, you may have noticed in the flashback that we meet someone named Keith Vander Woodson. This is not Serena's father. Oh. We know this because during season three, there was a casting call for someone in their early 40s to play Keith Vander Woodson, and the description of this character calls him Serena and Eric's uncle oh another reason we know this is because we do learn the full name of serena vander woodson's father which is william vander woodson we will learn that in season three so yeah uh also says lily's father is a record label executive and it is possible this is how she met rufus Mm -hmm. And this is all the trivia that I have for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed reading this as much as I enjoyed creating it. XOXO. Also, shout out to Chuck for making Flair's prom dreams come true. I guess he can have his moments. No. Pass. <laughs> I had a lot of words, Shanna. I won't repeat it, but. Oh, I missed it. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about it. Yeah. So when you listen back to this episode, Shan. Um, Can't wait. hear it. Yeah, you will know. But Michelle was not here for the Chuck moments, which. <laughs> Just when she explains it, I understand now. I understand. Um, So we'll go back into uh, the trivia portion where I read the music. We have Prom Theme by by Fountains of Wayne, Mirror in the Bathroom by The English Beat, Destination Unknown by Missing Persons, I Want a New Drug by Huey Lewis and the News, Dancing with Myself by Billy Idol and Generation X, Stand and Deliver by No Doubt, Blue Monday by New October, The Safety Dance by Men Without Hats, Just Can't Get Enough by De- by Depeche. I, ne- I, I knew I was going to fuck that up. Just Can't Get Enough by Depeche Mode, uh, Doot Doot by Frere, I Melt With You by Modern English, 52 Girls by the B-52s, and I Hate the Rich, Girl- I Hate the Rich by the Dills. <laughs> Big music. Lots of great music in the episode. So we'll go over to our questions and comments. We did get a, quite a number of emails, so let me just go back. We got an email from Lisa Delore. She said, she's following up because she was behind. She says, so far behind. Hey, ladies, I hope you are all well and staying safe with everything going on. I can't imagine how New York is. I'm in Chicago, and it's crazy here. You would think working from home would mean I'd have more time for shows and podcasts, but wrong. I am so far behind. I just listened to The Age of Dissonance, and I had to check in with my thoughts. I was not a fan of the Padge car storyline. Glad it was over, and Sadger over. (laughs) I also wasn't into Chuck and Elle. The secret society was interesting, but I didn't care about the mysterious woman he was chasing around the whole time. Serena and the drama guy was creepy, but understandable. They don't act like high schoolers at all, so it didn't surprise me that she was into him and also has shit taste in men. <laughs> she says, I loved no Nate's... Right? I know. Uh, she says, I love Nate's little blow-up on stage that cracked me up. Otherwise, Nate is pretty much the worst. He has hooked up with all of our leading ladies, even little Jay. I'm counting their kisses, even if it, even if it was all that happened. 
Um, and then she goes into her thinking that Padge is Gossip Girl. Uh, but I will explain to Michelle why. Well, you know, I'll keep reading here. She says, I still think Padge is Gossip Girl. I want to tell you why. The more I watch it, the more I think it's him because of who he is. Yeah. It doesn't make sense that Gossip Girl would have ever mentioned him before he started seeing Serena. Yet he was mentioned in the first episode. Also, he wants to be a writer, and what better way to get practice than to comment on the lives of the rich and fabulous all over the internet. You might wonder why he would out his dad on the half-brother. That could have been a cop-out. He wanted to tell Serena once he got the tip he knew he could. He also has written about him and Carr because he wanted it to be true. Once it was out there, he was more able to act on it. It also explains why he would tell Carr that stuff about Blair and Serena so he could write it about it on Gossip Girl because no one else knew. I think a lot of people feed Gossip Girl stuff too. Oh, if he never wrote the things in it, it would be bad and it would be obvious that it was him. So those are my thoughts on why Padge is Gossip Girl. We will see if you can change my mind. <laughs> Sorry it's been so long. I'm still so far behind. I have OC, Gossip Girl, and One Tree Hill all to catch up on. Take care and hope to catch up soon, Lisa. We had a email from Michaela. She says, Hi girls. I have... I always have to close at Office Max, so I'll never make it to a Netflix party unless they end up not scheduling me and I finally have a mini break because my school year ended officially yesterday and virtual summer school doesn't start until June. So here are my thoughts stream of conscious style. Did your parents ever say anything along the lines of, don't try it, I've done it, and I got away with it in order to get you to realize what you're doing is so dumb, like Lily and Serena? <laughs> She says, I love Kristen Ritter and Brittany Snow. That's all. Serena just complained about her life being so high school. Why is she pulling a high school hissy fit by staying in jail? <laughs> I realize that a lot is going on, but why does prom feel like a D-level storyline for the high school seniors? Very true. Right? I know. Uh, 80s fashion montage, always a yes. Do I look like I'm wearing a Halloween costume? Well, yes, it's the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> she said, weird seeing No Doubt's drummer with a shirt on. <laughs> Thank you for breaking the cycle of crazy. Sag Award? Yes, we've already voted it was a Sag Award. And Lily married and had two kids with this guy, O-Y-C-C. <laughs> Sometimes I really can't stand Blair, but I really like Chuck at prom. Blair and Nate never had any spark. They don't fit. I'm glad, glad Blair finally grew out of it. I'm a huge Gilmore Girls fan. Just rewatched it for the 40th question mark time. Trying to stay sane during distance learning. And I love the parallels between Lily and Cece and Emily and Lorelai. Wait, I have to interject totally. right here. Because I was going to bring this up how I'm also rewatching Gilmore Girls. Are I you? am because I've caught up on all my podcasts and... I couldn't get any more Gossip Girl books on audio, as you guys know. <laughs> so while I work, I put Gilmore Girls on in the background. And I'm on episode 17 of season one, and I forgot how much happens in season one. I mean, there's a lot that happens in Gilmore Girls. But I was going to say, especially with this episode, the parallels to Emily Totally. I know. And so I'm just so happy Michaela said that because I was thinking this the whole time. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so funny. Thank you, Michaela, for sending your questions. Also, thank you, Lisa. Thank you, guys. Um, we'll go over to Instagram. We have Grace Borgia. They say, here's my question. Also, I don't know if this is how you want us to send them 
in, but I've been listening to your podcast for weeks now and it's helped me kill time over quarantine. Anyways, following the prom, do you think Chuck and Blair are going to get together? Or will another invisible obstacle get in their way? (laughs) I'm sure something is going to come in the way, and then they'll finally end up together in season 7001. Oh. (laughs) I know. It's just impossible at this point. Michelle, you better get used to it. Oh, trust me. I'm I'm used to it. I just hope everybody gets used to my bitterness about chair. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Michael Dell underscore Vasto on Instagram says, Hey, Liz, Michelle and Shan, happy Thursday. Let's start this off with the most important takeaway from this episode. We have a Sag Award to give out this week <laughs> after Mike. not being claimed for a few weeks. Padge picking up Serena from jail and taking her to prom. What a stand-up guy. Oh, yeah. That cab ride scene was so cute. <laughs> he says the two of you might have already talked about this on let's talk oc this week since it was also a prom episode so if so ignore it did the two of you go to your prom so we did answer this on let's talk oc but yes we did uh shanna did you go to your prom um i went to four shanna went to four proms yeah uh with bry Two yeah. juniors, two seniors. And I don't like the comment that Serena makes in the episode about, you went to prom with your high school boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I went to prom with my high school boyfriend four times, and I loved it. And he's now yeah, her now he's husband. husband. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it's so true, though. Like, yeah, obviously Nate and Blair were never going to be end game, But he said, did you remember what your theme was? Mine was the prom cliche, a night to remember. I'm pretty sure that was my prom theme, too. I have no, <laughs> I have no idea. idea. Or the time of your life. Like, we had Dirty Dancing, the um, you know, the time of your life as the theme song. So I'm pretty sure that was the wow. theme of my prom. I have no idea. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, it was barely a theme, if you could call it yeah. that. Um, he said, I got a stupid picture frame that has those words on it as a prom gift. Yeah, I think we got, like, a candle that was filled, like, a wine glass that was filled with as a candle It said something on it. Wow. I could just totally be making Oh, that no, up, no, though. no, I have that. Oh, maybe you have that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time, guys. No clue. Long time since my senior prom. Um, he says, I like that they did a flashback episode to give us some of Lily's backstory. I wish the spinoff got the green light. I would have watched it. Would you have watched it if this spinoff happened? Yes. Absolutely. I probably would have seen that and been like, oh, I'll skip over Gossip Girl and just watch that. Yeah, right? It's Britney Snow and Kristen Ritter. Like, what? Right. Yeah. Right. How are they going to get that in that time? That's crazy. Did you guys feel as though Britney Snow was just way too sweet to be Lily, though? I think that's the point. Yeah. I guess just her voice is just like so angelic that I'm like, oh, how do we, how are we going to get that like grit that like Lily obviously is still very like um, posh and yeah, sophisticated, but it's just funny like that little voice coming out of Britney Snow. I just can't imagine it coming out of Kelly, but he also said last week when Michelle said the book journey had ended because she didn't want to buy them. <laughs> when I heard this, it made me think Michelle had learned her lesson and didn't want to repeat of season eight of One Tree Hill. <laughs> God. Yeah, much hate. Um, oh, too funny. Speaking of One Tree Hill, the world's 
The world cross paths again. Wes, a.k.a. Psycho Derek, makes an appearance this week. He is a stalker following us on all of our shows. He says, I don't feel bad for Nate. He had to see this coming. If things didn't change, it was going to be the same thing with Blair. He left a good relationship with Vanessa for the same thing with an ex. There's a reason why someone is your ex. You broke up with them for a reason, and that's not going to change. The exception to this rule is the one and only no, Sag. I knew we they were coming back to lot. it. Here we are. Here we go. Here we are. Work it in there. Work it in there, Mike. They just belong together, even if they don't know it. Right. See Sag Award above. <laughs> so I love funny. you so much, Mike. Um, he says seven headbands, three minions, the one girl in the prom band, and two random girls in the background at prom. The blonde girl at the party was Psycho Derek. Seven, if you count the prom queen Tiara as one. I couldn't tell if the blonde minion was wearing one or it was just a bow. If she was, that's another. Quotes, she already served more time than Nicole Richie and Lindsay Lohan combined. Is this the moment where you fall in love with me? Oh, it is, isn't it? You're totally falling in love with me right now. P.S. I thought I'd mention that I always forget the two of you are recording remotely. The quality is so good. It sounds like you're both in the same room. Oh, my God. You have no idea how much that means. Thank you, Mike. Um, other podcasts I listen to, the quality is not the best. It is obvious they've been co- recording remotely, but not any of the IT3 podcasts. Keep up the excellent work, Mike. Mike, you literally have no idea. This is my struggle every single week is I'm petrified that my quality is not going to sound as good as Michelle. What? Are you kidding? I have the same exact fear and anxiety. I know. To you. Because, so, Michelle and I are recording on different mics. I'm recording on the Blue Yeti, which we used to use way back in the day when we did one tree, the Tree Hill Talk. And Michelle's recording on our normal podcast equipment, which, of course, that's our studio. And so... For, like, the longest time, like, the last maybe four or five weeks we've been quarantined, I could not find the rhythm with this microphone. I have finally found it. I'm in my own closet, podcast studio. It's a cedar closet, which the walls are completely um, closed off, and um, I found my groove. So the fact that you think we sound like we're in the same room is, like, I can't even, I could cry, to be honest. Um, maybe not in this episode because we have Shanna in the Skype call. No offense to you, Shan. So the quality might sound a you don't, weird. You never know, yeah, we'll though, see. because when I had on the Mitch Ruby show, I had Seth and Krista on a Skype call. And Andrew's like, how did you do that? The quality was amazing. I was like, yeah, no, it's great. Wow, thank you so much. You have no idea. That's the biggest compliment anyone could give me. Right. I know. So thank you, Mike, for saying that. Um, we love you. Seriously. We'll go over to Jess on Instagram. She sent me quite a bit. She says, hey, Liz, I'm sending my notes ahead of time. She says, I love this episode. It's always such a breath of fresh air, and I look forward to watching it in the Netflix party. I may watch it a day early to take notes because I want to make sure I get my novel in. Sorry. (laughs) Never apologize. She says, a bit of trivia. This episode was supposed to be a trial run pilot of the show called Valley Girls, which would have been a spinoff of Lily, how she met Rufus, how she met Serena and Eric's dad. I didn't want watch Gossip Girl when it was live, so I wasn't aware, but I totally would have watched Valley Girls as the time if as sorry, guys, like on like a fucking speed machine right now. Like I had kombucha and it's like giving me like the jitters. Ooh. Oh, yeah, you need yeah. some bread. Um, <laughs> Did you have right? fresh kombucha? No, I actually had a brew doctor. Mm. We ha- we only have a little bit of the fresh kombucha. What left, fresh kombucha? So. It's from the farmer's market. It's open? Yeah, it's at a social distance, though. You can only go one person at a time to the booth. 
I'll bring you some kombucha. Oh, please do. I'll pay you. I'll Venmo you. Yeah, no, no problem. Oh. Do you like ginger or orange cranberry lime? Orange cranberry lime. That's what I figured. That's everyone's Thank choice. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'd rather have the ginger one next time because this one. Is it too sweet? Oh, Maybe course. I'll take ginger. It's No, it's very tart. And you know I love tart, but there's something about this one. Like, it's a lot of, like, acidic. On your throat? Yeah. yeah. But... Um, but good though. It doesn't have like that really kombucha y taste, so it's good. Um, okay, so back to Jess. Um, she I didn't watch Gossip Girl when it was first live, so I wasn't aware, but I totally would have watched Valley Girls as the time if I was a Gossip Girl fan while it aired. Anyway, it unfortunately never got picked up. I love how many connections there are in this episode too. Brittany Snow, who plays young Lily, was in John Tucker Must Die with Padge. You will also see two Veronica Mars characters, Ryan Hansen, Dick Casablancas on Veronica Mars as Shep, and Kristen Ritter, Gia Goodman on Veronica Mars as Lily's sister, Carol Rhodes, who are obviously both connected with Gossip Girl voice, Kristen Bell. Psycho Derek visits us again. He was just on the OC last week, and now he's Keith Vanderwoodson. Lastly, No Doubt's cameo as the musical guest. As far as the episode, I really enjoyed the 80s clothes montage with Brittany Snow. She is so adorable. While I don't love the ongoing will-they-won't-they, I do love all the ways Chuck made sure that Blair had a great prom. I also am surprised but sort of love that he was the only other person besides Serena to know about Blair's prom scrapbook. Were you surprised that Blair broke up with Nate at prom? I'll start there. I guess yes. Like, I'm not surprised of the way and how she did it because this is just very (laughs) Blair to me and of course, but... Maybe coming off of last last episode, I'm like, what? Or maybe she actually realized and all of this made her realize. I don't know. That was a really shitty yeah. answer. I apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't shitty. Um, she also says, did you or would you end things with your high school boyfriend at the end of your senior year? No. Shanna, totally. would you like to report on that? <laughs> totally. No. Um, I don't know if I necessarily... It depends on the relationship. Like, I didn't have a boyfriend at the end of my senior year, so there was if no it was much me, to get yes, let go. Uh, but hard to say, I guess. She says, watching this episode, I have come to the conclusion that I am pretty sure Ryan Hansen is the same character in everything he does. Veronica Mars, Gossip Girl, Party Down, etc. Oh my god, Party Down! Yeah, she says favorite quotes, Owen on the club, cool place, huh? Young Lily, yeah, cool place to get hepatitis. Blair, we don't do prom queen, that's for suburban schools and the lame team comedies that's set in them. (laughs) Young Lily, oh, is this the moment you're falling in love with me? It is, isn't it? You're totally falling in love with me. MVP, I have to give it to Chuck for making Blair's prom dreams come true. Shittiest, older Lily for how she handled everything with Serena and her mom and Rufus. Fashion, I absolutely love Blair's prom dress and honestly love seeing the 80s fashion. She also mentioned her glass full of gossip this week is a homemade wine cooler because of the 80s vibe, which I was like, oh my god, I almost went that vibe because my mom loved wine coolers in the 80s, of course. Yeah. Um, But she did Savion Blanc with ginger ale. And club soda and lemoncello. Nice. Sounds delicious. Sounds delish. Yeah. 
And she sent me the picture of it. And also she sent me a picture of uh, Chuck without a shirt on. So I <laughs> she goes, Michelle, you sure you're not a Chuck fan yet? <laughs> send it to me. Let me be the judge. I will send it to you. Um, and last but not least, we have Vic. She says, first of all, hey, Shan, I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Oh, my God. I really liked this episode. I love flashback episodes, especially when they have such recognizable faces. Brittany Snow, Kristen Ritter, Shiloh Fernandez, Andrew McCarthy. I can go on forever and even no doubt. So is this supposed to be so Lily can redeem herself because I'm still mad at her? <laughs> Seriously, Serena's staying in jail just despite her mother. She can definitely she's definitely like her. It was nice to see Lily's past, though. I hope we get to see her sister now. The whole Blair and Nate thing, I'm so over it. How long has it been since we've had the conversation with Chuck at the bar? Hours? After Nate asking if Chuck gave her the answer, she's all of a sudden deciding now that it's over. Totally fucking agree with this. I did think it was sweet that Chuck took the votes out of the box so that it wouldn't mess it up for her. I hate those minions. They are definitely the shittiest. I must admit, I really liked the scene in the limo with Sag. Mike was right. This gets a Sag award. They didn't even argue. They were just having a conversation. And the last scene with her smiling at him, I thought it was funny how Patch told the driver's eyes to look up front. So I guess they went to prom together as friends. They are still cute. Oh my god, the Sag brothers are probably smiling. <laughs> I definitely like the ending between Serena and Blair. I love when they share their friendship moments. How do you think the trio found out Lily was the one that had Serena arrested? Were they able to speak to her? Um, I think Serena probably told them yeah. that. She also says, why do you think it's so easy for Nate and Chuck to just talk like as if they're friends and if they're not fighting over a girl, even though Chuck says, even though Chuck said he's done? I don't I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> the way they that's their rapport. Yeah. It's just this I guess. energy and really, vibe that's they been have. It. Yeah. Yeah. She says, So Shan, I definitely need to hear what you thought think of this whole Poppy Gabriel thing. Also, who do you think is more devious, Poppy or Gabriel? The Netflix party was awesome as always. And yes, thank you, Mike, for making it run smoothly again. There were so many of us. I'm glad my girl could join us. So excited for the Finale, stay safe, sane, and healthy. Thanks, Vic. Okay, Shan. So, this, thank you, Vic. Um, this is where I'm going to open the floor to you. Michelle and I were talking last week. I know you have caught up to date on the podcast, so to you. Um, thank you. What were your thoughts? We were talking about Gabriel off of Mike, and I wanted you to reiterate what your thoughts of Gabriel was as a partner for Serena. Um, why do you think that they wrote him in? Why do you think they spun it that Wait, way? Wait, before so. Shanna takes the floor, I'm yeah. just going to interject very obnoxiously. However, <laughs> last week we left with the bitches back Georgina, right? Yeah. Okay. And then we have this episode, and I just feel mm -hmm. like this should have been a finale, and we should have had something yeah. in between and pick up where we left off. I... It's like a mind fuck, and I'm like, we mm -hmm. were we're going on this storyline, we're going on this storyline, Gabriel and Poppy, money and craziness, and it's like, oh, never mind, let's go flashback and prom. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. It just doesn't um... seem right. Continue, Shanna. Um, the timing's weird, definitely. Like, they just literally dropped yeah. Gabriel and Poppy off. <laughs> yeah, but... I mean, it doesn't really get resolved, so I hope you're not looking uh, for that. <laughs> what? Of course I'm looking well, for it! 
they like they touch on it but like it's not like what you want it to be so i, I don't want you to get your hopes up oh my hopes are <laughs> never up don't even worry yeah that's true that's true you have the lowest of low expectations <laughs> do we see georgina and her comeback uh i don't know if that's a spoiler I, well, okay a spoiler? Well, well i can tell you that georgina is in the finale okay good yeah you'll see, you'll see georgina again okay, good um I love Michelle Trachtenberg as Georgina, so anytime she's welcome. <laughs> um, so my thing with Gabriel, I was telling Liz uh, yesterday or whatever, because uh, she was asking me, I'm thinking that they wanted it to be a, like, fully developed relationship with him and Serena that, like, you kind of were rooting for him, and I just didn't think the audience picked up on like their chemistry at all like I think we were supposed to think that that he was gonna scam her and then did it because he fell for her but the audience just couldn't mm. be attached to him um the bo- the poppy thing is just bs a photolite fo- as uh, <laughs> the photolite in his like slightly british accent a <laughs> photolite you know <laughs> um I just think that it clearly wasn't what they wanted it to be it just didn't translate yeah the screen yeah, I can agree. You see with storylines of the whole show. So. Wow, okay. <laughs> right. okay. Yeah, I think what you're saying is, I agree. Like, they wanted you to like him, but it just yeah. didn't really Army translate. Hammer. Like, come on. Like, yeah, but he's so, like. Pulling over him. Like, but, like, not. Like, he's, like, as Michelle kept saying, like, he's such a fucking goober. He's a goober. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't. No. Like, he's, he was just way too, like, uh, like smiley but like then way too like sad like he just was like a very intense person yeah they couldn't figure it out i think yeah um worse but i know michelle the poppy situation it sort of will be resolved next week i mean if you can call it resolved jeez what (laughs) yeah it's pretty it's i honestly think they just threw that shit in there to like do something and not really like see it through or like they, the Gabriel way of them seeing the island as you know yeah which is stupid but poppy's not poppy's back all right um okay yeah so um but what did you think of this episode Chen? valley girls i love yeah. the well i love when we're in the flashback <laughs> right the present day episode is just kind of filler Yes. Um, which is so funny because normally teen shows, when they have prom, it's like this whole epic thing. Like Riverdale is going to still have their prom in next season because they didn't get to do it how they wanted it to do it. Like, you know, that's what you do in teen shows. Right. Um, but this was just kind of like a side piece. Do you think that... Uh, but I love the throwback. Do you think that it wasn't what? fair that we didn't get to see the senior prom done in a better way? The problem with this show is it's like they're not teenagers. Right. That's true. They like they drink, they they party, they do whatever they want. They never ever act like you never I mean, you see them in school sometimes, but you're not really preoccupied with school. So I feel like to focus on prom would just not feel like authentic hmm. for them. Like okay. except for Blair. <laughs> right. 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 You know. Cause she just wants to be queen of everything. Uh, but like, why would, why would Dan go to prom? Like, I just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, he only for Serena. Dan would never go to prom, you know? Right. Yeah. I like what you said, what you just said. I think that it makes total sense. I think even in the season one interview that I have been mentioning on Amazon prime, um, yeah. they, talk about how like they barely even show them at school like that's not really a focus of 
the show for them. It's more of like the characters and like the dirt that they get into and like yeah, it's really they're just supposed to be more mature teenagers than the average even though they still make these dumb teenager decisions mm-hmm. um did we touch on i don't know if you ever told told michelle if like if, if they were going to college or not has ever been discussed well she knows they're going to college she doesn't know where yet that we will find out next week <laughs> no, okay just because i feel like the writers are probably most excited for that because you can actually have them be a little bit more of adults, right you know yeah, yeah like get them out of right. this high school yeah. Like, this is holding them back. Yeah. Yeah, because not to bring in our other child, but on OC right now, it's we always say how our shows are lining up, but that's the third season of OC. They've developed them now as graduating seniors where we're up to. And so this is only the second season of Gossip Girl where I think they just wanted to kind of, like, brush over this time and go into, like, their more adult storylines. Yeah, that's my opinion, yeah. So... It does become really much more of a soap opera because of that, I think. Oh, yeah. Because now they're, like, adults. and You can never take it seriously. Right. Well, that's how a soap opera is. Do you ever take a soap opera seriously? Like, that was all of our questions and comments. Thank you to everyone who sent them our way. I I expected to get a lot of feedback. We also had a bunch of people in the Netflix party tonight. So um, you can definitely tell this is a very well-loved episode. We can... Uh, go over to fashion if you would like, and also headbands. I had nine headbands. I had five. I had seven. Yeah, Mike had seven too. I I did count Blair's tiara, and there was another one that I didn't know if it was a headband or not. I think I counted. Yeah, I counted Carol's bandana tied on her Same. head. Yes, I counted Same. that too. <laughs> Maybe that was what it was. I counted that too. Um, I came out with nine. I'm not really sure exactly. But um, shout out to all the 80s clothes in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I love Carol's red leather jacket. Yeah, me too. And I even liked uh, her outfit at the end where she has like that striped shirt and the jean jacket. Yeah, the Levi. The skirt. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. that. So 80s. But like also could go now too. Yeah. Young Cece. She's a vision, isn't she? Oh, oh Yeah. She's amazing. She Fantastic. Loved it. I forgot the actress's name, but she she plays that role very well. She generally plays that, like, mother who's a little bit more stuck up and proper. Just She did she just did a very good Cece. I, think. I actually loved older Cece's pink suit, pink outfit. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was so cute in that. Yeah. Her leisure wear. It was, I'm like, into all it. matching. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved past Cece's black dress over like the white collared shirt but in the first scene like that's so classic 80s I just love that I mean the prom dresses were gorgeous loved the prom dresses yeah I like Serena so did I I liked it too yeah I liked it for what it is it was very reminiscent of the first episode of the season where she's wearing that white Grecian dress yeah it was kind of like ending it she's just very laxed i think that's That's serena's mo and blair's dress was very blair very extravagant gorgeous (laughs) i even loved her hair eyeshadow yeah i loved it i loved the whole look um and i loved past lily's big louis uh suitcases yeah and the car in the car like of course 
I like Vanessa's earrings that we saw. They were very cool. Oh, Vanessa's in the episode? Yeah, for one second. Oh, hey, Vanessa. I see you. I know. <laughs> Michelle always likes Vanessa's uh, jewelry. I, <laughs> I thought Jenny looked pretty good with her. I thought I didn't mind her hair with her pearls. Yeah, I thought she looked cute, too. Yeah, her hair has definitely been looking much better. Much softer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, quotes? Oh, so many. My mother doesn't need forgiveness. She needs electro th- electroshock therapy. <laughs> I have Blair Ouch. is yours. I own prom. <laughs> I own prom. Um, I just wanted to make sure she had the perfect night. Get out, perv. Yeah. I would rather have 20 Dan Humphreys from Brooklyn instead of that boy you loved from the Valley. Yeah. How true is that, though? Like, Dan is such an innocent, you know, easily welcomed into the family kind of guy compared to Owen. Yeah. Right. And even Rufus. A kid to end up with Dan. <laughs> but I guess even, like, Rufus, like, Lily, uh, Lily Cece didn't approve of him either, so. Yeah. But now she loves Dan. <laughs> You got udon on my Gucci. <laughs> when Shep. Like they would serve udon at the diner, by the way. But... I know, right? Uh, when Shep says, okay, how about we fight you? Yeah. Uh, the fact that you're talking on an actual payphone has me beyond nauseous. When Cece says, oh no, when Cece says, enough with the soul searching. <laughs> yeah, your failed experiment or whatever she says in Rebellion up girl and she's like if you thought we were bad you should have seen our parents mm-hmm. yeah uh, I like this exchange between Cece and Lily in the in the present where Lily's like get out of my house and Cece's she's they're saying something we're like oh so no one can hear me scream like she's gonna kill her I love that whole thing when Lily said I wanted to create my own destiny yeah yeah and then she also says, Mother, just say thank you and give me a hug. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then they hug, and then Cece's like, oh, we're hugging. I'm going to hug you back. Yeah. That's sweet, though. The whole Lily Serena thing in the in the jail, when she's like, if I'm a mother and we nothing like you, I'd rather give my kids for up for adoption yeah. and be like, you, oh, wait, you, you did. Oh. Yeah. What a bitch. Yeah. What a bitch. <laughs> if i was lily i probably would have slapped her yeah yeah but also like old lily i guess not old lily like when we first meet lily she probably would have done that like when she slapped chuck but yeah now she's like i think she just owns like the shit she's done she's like yeah well i fucked up but i guess you know i'll own it like she just owns it and so like when people tell her she's shitty she just doesn't like defend herself she's like yeah i was right. but yeah i'm not right now <laughs> which i love mvp and shittiest yes i really struggled yeah i'm but... not happy with mine yeah all right on three okay you're doing shittiest first no mvp, MVP first. first mvp first. Okay. okay three, three two, two one, one 1983 Jay. present lily <laughs> Go ahead, Michelle. Would you say, Liv? I okay. I'll go first. I said present Lily. Oh. Um, only because of actually what I literally just said about her. Like she owns what she did. She easily forgives. Um, at this point, she's listening to Rufus's uh 
advice on that. And even when Rufus, like, doesn't want to kiss her, she doesn't even, like, get upset. She's just like, well, <laughs> I know I fucked up, so. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. just I just love her attitude. I even did – I loved I loved uh, past Lily, too. So just Lily in general. Yeah. But Michelle, who did you uh, 1983, <laughs> the whole year. The whole year. Gotcha. Because – Thank you for the flashback, and thank you. This was the best episode of Gossip Girl, and I also just wish that this show did take off, and I could have had a Kirsten and Lily. I know. But I truly enjoyed, I I, I chose 1983 because I was like, I just loved all of the flashback, but as a sidebar, Carol. Yeah. For being a good sister, I know she took off, but she was doing what she believed in, and also bailing out her sister and take her under her wing a little bit. Yeah, I liked her too. Shan, who'd you pick? I picked Dan. Dan. Hadgy boy. I probably never ever pick him again. <laughs> but I, I was sitting through the episode. I, I tried to pick it during the, the Netflix party when I sat, when I seriously was watching it and trying to pay attention. And I was like, you know, he was the only one that did like the right thing the whole episode. He got... You know, he wanted to make sure Serena was okay. He made sure that she didn't miss her prom because she was being spiteful. They went to prom. He acted like a human being. He wasn't like his pretentious self. Uh, you know, I thought it was nice to see. Yeah. 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 All right. I, I can agree. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm not happy sure. with it. I originally <laughs> wanted to pick young Lily, but I don't know if that's like cheating because she's not like. I picked 1983, Shan. So <laughs> anything goes that here. Was an option. <laughs> Uh, all right, we can do shittiest. Okay, I have a merge. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Three, Three, two, two one. one. Penelope Vanderwood. Wait, who'd you pick, Shan? <laughs> Blate Blair and Nate. Nice. Oh, I like a Blate. Shitty Blate. Shitty Blate. I always call them Nair. Ew. Yeah, removal. That's probably the correct term. I think that's their ship. They name. have this yeah, show is true. awful with ship names. <laughs> well, you know, it's before its time, right? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Michelle, uh, I chose Penelope. Oh yeah, she deserves it. She sucks as always. <laughs> she sucks. She's very consistent she at sucking. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, and I picked Keith Vanderwoodson because what a schmuck. Yeah, ew, Keith. <laughs> Yeah, so sad that we could have went there with something, but also we didn't. I was reading on a lot of forums and things about this episode where initially everyone thought that this was Serena and Eric's dad. Yeah. Because we don't get his first name just yet. We don't know his first name is William. And so when you hear Vanderwoodson, you automatically say, oh, my God, that's their father. But later on, as we know, they were trying to work out this show they were casting someone who was supposed to be Serena and Eric's uncle. So you're like, oh, wait, so it's not their dad. Actually, some people even think that the brunette he was with could have been William Vanderwood. Oh, okay. In the flashback. Okay. But they never go into it because we never got the opportunity to, to dive into that more. So lame. So Serena and Eric's dad is named William. It's not really completely explained how Lily and William meet, right, Chen? Um, not yet. I don't Well, I know not yet, because we haven't met him I don't yet. I think we really 
touch too much on it. Uh, I think you're just supposed to assume that she followed her mother's wishes and, right, you know, right because had she the socialite life of that. Uh, uh, CC got rid of Owen essentially, like he was out of the picture. He was never going to happen, and so she forced her on the path of William. Um, but we don't know anything just yet. So. Yeah, I mean, you don't know much about William. So. Right. I wonder what Michelle's thoughts are. On William? <laughs> Why we don't really see Serena's dad, you know? Yeah, I mean, I would. I just assumed they were divorced and that was it. Yeah. Like, they don't have a well, good relationship. Books, you said in the books that her parents are still together. Yes. Right? Interesting. So, there is no Rufus and Lily. That's not a thing. No. Not yet, uh, anyway. I don't know if it becomes a thing. Right. We can go into... Patron of the Patron week. of the week. It's Patron of the it's week. It's Patron of the 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 week. Patron of the week. It's 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 Patron of uh, I called him Jim's Grin because <laughs> Jim's Grin in his picture on Patreon, he's got this just adorable grin from ear to ear, and I was like, "What is an angel? Like a nice smile in his picture?" And uh, like, thank you for pledging, and I see you liking our stuff on Patreon. Like, I just we really appreciate it, and you make me grin, Jim. So thanks, Jim's Grin. There you go, Jim's <laughs> Grin. <laughs> Scott's tots, and Jim's also, grins. Yeah, uh, and also thank you, Shanna, for being a, a patron. We appreciate you. Thank you, Shan. Did you tell Michelle I teased Ryan last week? Yeah, she, last week she told Rye that he was patron of the week because everyone was patron of the week, <laughs> and uh, he Basically was like, "Wait, what?" With a shit-eating grin on it, like he and I pulled my headphones <laughs> out to have him listen. He was so. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. As a kid, you have to participate if you want to be. Yeah, there, right? kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's a PSA to all of our patrons. We love every single one of you. You're all recognized in our hearts. But I want to, you know, talk about you guys more. So, if, you know, reach out to us. Tell us about you yourself. That's right. You got to be in it to win it. We want. We want to represent you. You deserve. I mean, to don't be you want a fun nickname from Liz? Yeah. Don't you want to have Jim's Grits? Jim's Grits! Jalance! I don't think I got one when I was Patreon of the Week. You're the network sister. Network sister. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Do you like that one? I could change sure. it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not Jim's Grits. It's not. <laughs> Funny enough, Shadow's father-in-law's name is Jim, and so when I say Jim... That's who I think of. Jim. Um, has a lovely smile. He, yes, does. he does. Yes, he does. Okay. Sorry we're going off course here, guys. <laughs> but uh, I want to tell Michelle and Shanna what the episode title for next week, our finale episode. Holy I fucking moly. cannot believe it. I cannot so believe excited. it. Is this finale as heart-wrenching as OC? No. No, yeah. there is no tears okay. in this okay, finale. Good. Okay, it's a fun episode. It's a yeah, it's a good episode. It's a really uh, a very finale esque episode, I think. Okay, um, yeah. but the title for next week is the Goodbye Gossip Girl. Oh, mm-hmm. 
And my three gossip words are three gossip words queen, graduation, and brother. Yes! Give me that brother! Yeah, so such a good season it's a great it's a great season finale. There are definitely I have a lot of words that we I'm sure you will as well next week, but uh overall it's It'll a very good series finale. Could almost mean that. Yeah, actually it could almost be a series finale in a way. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I mean if they wanted to go that way. Nice. Right. But um, I'll give you the floor, Michelle. What could possibly happen in the Goodbye Gossip Girl with Queen, Graduation, and Brother? Queen is kind of throwing me. I just keep going to like, okay, well, Blair was prom queen, so maybe she's valedictorian, and she's going to make a speech at graduation. We'll have caps and gowns and lots of hugs and what the future will hold she'll say goodbye to nate let's get rid of nate goodbye nate goodbye nate i don't want to see you anymore with blair let's go on our own journey maybe blair will enter the future being single because chuck's just not ready yet and serena and her they'll have cute holding hands and hugging and all the wind in everybody's hair um the brother situation i am very very much putting a lot of all my eggs in the mm-hmm. not so dead brother is coming. Yeah, low expectations. What? What? <laughs> low expectations. I'm just talking about. I that. know. Well, I have low expectations <laughs> for the stupid money situation, but for the brother, I'm really hoping we get a taste of the not so dead brother. Yes. And. As far as graduation, graduation, yeah, well, graduation will be a big part of this episode. And then Georgina, I guess we'll just wrap that up because she's queen. Maybe she's queen. Mm. Okay. What? So you're looking forward to talking about the potential brother the most in this finale? (laughs) I am. So maybe I should not be so excited, huh? (laughs) No, I think I think that's a great. um, I think that's something great to hold on to. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think the way that they do some of it in this episode, you'll I think you'll enjoy it. Um, okay, cool. Like I said, there's one big aspect of it that I think you and I both will have choice words about. Oh, um, I'm sure of it. Yeah, but there's one big thing that happens that you've been waiting for. Gossip so... Girl? <laughs> sort of. <laughs> um, so I'm excited for that because... It throws you for a loop a little Maybe bit. we get a fake Gossip Girl and they pass the torch, like passing the mm. crown to the actual Gossip Girl. We have no oh, idea who girl. it is. Love that. Goodbye Gossip Girl, that, meaning we'll, we'll, goodbye gossip we'll get girl. who yeah. Gossip Girl was and now we don't know who she ac- or he actually are. Right. I love that. Thanks. Sounds very Gossip Girl to me. Yeah. Do you have a prediction who you think Gossip Girl is? You know what, Lisa? You truly inspired me, Padge. <laughs> she held up a good argument. She really right? did. And so I'm going to ride those coattails. Thank you so much. I It makes good points. And I've picked Padge before. So we'll go with, yeah, we'll go with Padge. She has great points. Yeah. That's all I'll say with that, I guess. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't want to give you too much. Right. <laughs> but thank you to everyone who sent us their questions and comments. I had so much fun. I hope 
you guys have fun listening to this. We're being extra silly tonight because it's a fun episode. But um, thank you, Shanna. Thank for you, Shanna. Do you have any last any last words for us, Shan? Anything? So excited for Michelle to finish season two, and I'm so excited for her to see season three. Yeah, season three is gonna be fun. I think because you'll know the tone of the show now that, like, it doesn't take itself too seriously. The serious moments are, like, funny. So, like, I think that you'll really enjoy, like, where we go in season three. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, I'm me excited. Too. Definitely parts that you're going to roll your eyes at and be like, oh, we're doing this again. But no! then that's just the charm of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the charm of the show. Okay. That's a good way to put yeah, it. I the guess. charm of the show. I like it. The funny thing is to me, like, watching it right now. I don't really like anyone. Same. But like, I love these characters, but that's only because I know them. I've lived with them for so long. And you like, Nate is the worst, obviously, but you love (laughs) Nate because he's so stupid. Like, (laughs) yeah. So like you, they grow on you the more time you live with them. It's just, it's nostalgic for me. Like, I think you were talking about that in last week's podcast. Definitely. Yeah. You know, watching this show when you're younger, that it has that nostalgia. Right. Yeah, right. stick with it. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, here. We will. We're not quitters. We're here for it. We're not quitters. <laughs> so thank you, everyone who is listening right now. You guys are amazing. If you want to join our Patreon family, maybe you know, be like my sister. You could be the network sister. It's you could bad. be Jim's grin, <laughs> or Delance, or you know, Vivacious Vic, whoever. But we seriously love our family. It grows by the week and we're so happy to meet all of you wonderful people thank you for joining our network we hope you have a great time with us if that's something that interests you head over to it takes three network.com join us like i'm a call to join us uh i know every time i say that like join our fam we're the best we're the we're not a cult at all we're not we truly have a small group of people who can call each other friends who are always there to, you know, send us the latest trivia, to send us the picture of their what they're eating. Mike sends us his ice cream flavor every week. Like, they're seriously the best family. If you join, you will know that, I promise. And um, thank you again for listening. You can reach us on all of our social medias, 3 Gossip Girls Pod, pretty much everywhere, even on Gmail. And we will see you guys next week for the finale. My mind is blown. 25 weeks of season two. I don't know how we got here. I truly don't. I'm like in in awe. But I'm really excited to finish the season with everyone. I think it's going to be a good episode next week. So thank you, Shanna and Michelle. Thank you. uh, We'll talk to you guys next week. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. Girls.